I don't know what's happening. As the boss of the podcast, I'm concerned that I don't know what's happening. I've only seen it on YouTube. I have so I'm, many questions. Do I need to move on? <laughs> Please. <so>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Does Eyes Wide Shut count as a Christmas movie? No. <laughs> what's wrong with you? After giving away all of The Mandalorian, this is where we're going to draw the line on spoilers. Wilson! Oh, I was not listening. <laughs> that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening. Did we just J.J. Abrams' this podcast where we had a great 90% and then couldn't land it? Yeah, pretty well. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Just to be clear, did you say Robert De Niro? Yes. I'm sorry, have you seen the movie? Have you not seen Godfather Part 2? Oh, no. You used to take that back. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say that. All right. The, the listeners at home can't see the look of the <laughs> yeah. movie I have on my face right now. But I, I want I want them to know that I am dumbfounded by that comment. This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome back to Not the Podcast You Deserve as we talk all things Marvel. Uh, Drew Allen is out tonight. In his place, we have Brandon Rolf. Brandon Rolf is an NAIA All-American wide receiver uh, playing for the school that will not be named here in Texas. Uh, for so many different reasons. Uh, but I've known Rolf for three or four years now. Um, a little quick backstory for those of you who don't know Brandon Rolf, the few of you. Uh, he was a walk-on receiver for us as a freshman. And uh, Rolf, I've never told you this, I don't think, straight up. So I'll tell now to you and all of our seven listeners. Oh, yes, yeah, secrets. Yeah. Uh, I did not think much about Brandon Rolf until one day, we were like four or five weeks into the season, and I was breaking in a new football. And for those who don't know, when you break in a new football, you basically take out like the whole first leather of layer, <laughs> first level of layer, leather? Layer of leather. Layer of leather. Whoa, that was tough. Has to be like taking off the football if you'd like throw it well. And so I was like scuffing up a ball one day before practice. And Rolf comes over and is like, hey, throw me the ball. And I threw it to him and he threw it back and he threw it like straight into the ground because of the leather was all jacked up. I kind of looked at him and was like, dude, like, what's your problem? And his response was, it's all that, all that goddamn lacquer on the ball, which is a quote from Meet the Parents. And I was like, who is this kid who knows Meet the Parents and can quote it like that? And so that one, I was like, all right, this kid's got a little something. I think he got playing time the next week. And I can't say that wasn't strictly because of the Meet the Parents reference. Uh, But then he had a decent, all the goddamn lacquer. Uh, And then after that, the season, he was all conference the first year. Then the second year, he turned out to be an All-American receiver, first one in the school that will not be named's history. Uh, And uh, pretty phenomenal just because he worked hard. He's a good kid. Uh, But I was really, really hard on Rolf uh, for a long time. And uh, one other thing that sticks out to me is Rolf came into my office one day after he had like a pretty good practice, but I I ripped him pretty hard for dropping a couple balls to to show everybody there's a standard here, you know, it's perfection we're going for. He came into my office and he looked at me and goes, I know what you're doing. I said, what? He goes, I'm your Spider-Man. You're my Iron Man. I'm your Spider-Man. You're training me. And I think I said, get the hell out of my office, but he wasn't wrong. <laughs> it's pretty close. Uh, so that's how we know Brandon. Um, he is a good kid. Uh, and I say kid, cause you're like, what, like 15? 16 and a half. 16 and a half now. Good. Yeah. Happy birthday recently. Um, and he's uh, he's a Marvel nerd just like us, so we're going to talk a little bit about Marvel today. Uh, so, Rolf, I'm going to start off real quick. Have you seen Shang-Chi yet? I have. I saw it last week with my girlfriend, actually. Nice. 
new girlfriend. Good for you. Awesome. So the yeah, hide your hoodies. Great yeah, hide your hoodies for sure. <laughs> what did you think of Shang Chi? Because I can't get people that like I know to go watch it. I don't know why. I think it's it was it's just not mainstream. It was completely different than just like the normal like recipe for a Marvel movie. Like from yeah. cinematography, from the action scenes, from the plot, everything was just completely you forgot it was a marvel movie yeah like just every aspect of it i'm with you when you go to like oh just like basic like origin stories for marvel movies one of my favorites i think it was great oh it was, yeah, it was a lot great of fun it's one definitely one of the and, most original marvel movies i've ever seen you know uh, we were talking about this last week because like it kind of had to be because number one no one's ever read a shang chi marvel uh, marvel comic <laughs> before like no one uh and then secondly like if you have read the comics which i've read three of Sean Chase comics they're problematic, problematic because uh his dad's name is fu manchu and he is an evil super villain uh it's just it's just not good it's you know racist it yeah it, i don't know if that would fly today to be honest with you. so uh, uh so i haven't seen it yet but i'm i'm trying to as soon as i can hopefully i'll get some time this weekend but the one thing I wanted to ask, as far as origin stories go, you talked about it being original. I think about like Spider-Man Homecoming and how that really stood on Iron Man's shoulders. Like it's a really good movie in and of itself, but it kind of had support of like a built-in Iron Man universe that it dropped it into. Did this one have like kind of lean on other Marvel movies or like kind of pull from the Marvel universe to kind of prop it up? Or was it, did it feel very much just its own thing? I think it was completely its own standalone. It had references to like the blips and them having therapy for people who are just coming back from the snap. And it hinted at that he wasn't at one of the people to be snapped away, but I don't think it really leaned on any of the other Marvel movies. None of the really main heroes were referenced. And like in all the Spider-Man movies, he's kind of had like a big brother or a mentor, whether it's Doctor Strange or, or Iron Man, like you said, and this, this wasn't that. It was truly him finding himself, finding his legacy growing in the legacy that was already like made out for him. And I think that's what made it really original and what it made it stand out on its own. First off, I totally missed that. I did not catch any of the references to the blip or whatever we're deciding to call that. So that's interesting. I need to go see it again. Uh, but then I think they did a really good job. Whereas Spider-Man, they were like, hey, just be with Iron Man and like you're in now, you know? Instead of doing mm -hmm. that, they created like their own story. He carried it all himself, but then they sprinkled in like Wong and the abomination and there for like yeah. five minutes and like it was enough for people to be like oh i know that guy but it wasn't like it's the thing that carried the yeah. movie mm -hmm. which i thought was really cool i honestly thought they were gonna have to because like i didn't know much about shang chi plus yeah. like his superpowers he punches really fast like i like <laughs> that's hard to be like fired up for that but uh, i thought they did a fantastic job he was really funny i'd never mm -hmm. seen the lead guy in anything before he's great though i want to watch all the stuff he's done he was he's a lot of fun and then Aquafina like super bothers me and everything I've ever she, seen her in. It's but I enjoyed her in this movie. Like it wasn't yeah, she terrible. Was, she was she was a great tandem with him. They they worked well together. Just their personalities and how she was just kind of quirky and out there and was kind of just saying anything. And he was more laid back and kind of had to wrangle her in. And I like just the connection they had. And they didn't focus so hard on just them. It was an Asian American film. It was just just a film. They referenced back to the culture, but that that wasn't like the main like point they were trying to do it wasn't just an asian superhero movie it was just a superhero it's awesome yeah i really enjoyed shang chi and then working backwards black widow i thought was also awesome i love um, black widow I they're i think marvel's just like upping their game like mm -hmm. the, you do they're not this is there's no more just like this is a movie that's just like a placeholder that you gotta watch to get you to the next avengers movie like they're all really good yeah 
I, I loved Black Widow. I thought it was great. And I, I always forget her name, uh, but the sister. Yep. Uh, what's her? Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Zach Brack's girlfriend. Zach Brack's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, what the she was amazing. Yeah. She was really funny. She I, was awesome. I loved she stole the show. The, the movie went back and forth between being an action movie and being like a family dynamic movie. And I thought it was really great. Yeah. And the guy who plays the Red Guardian, David Harbour. Harbour. There we go. We figured out together. He was awesome too. I really liked him. Um, and then uh, Rolf, of the like what, four or five TV shows that Marvel's got out right now, what's been your favorite? Which one do you want to talk about the most? I really loved Falcon and Winter Soldier. Interesting. Because I think that's most people's like least favorite. Least so I'd favorite. love to hear what, and I enjoyed it, to be, but I'm a sucker for Captain America. All things Captain America I'm a sucker for. But I think most people did not enjoy that as much as like WandaVision and Loki and stuff. So like, what about that like stuck out to you? It just, well, first of all, my favorite superhero is Winter Soldier. Like I love Bucky. Like just everything about him is just so cool to me. And now that he got his kind of his own standalone and just how they kind of tied in the black Captain America and how yeah. it wasn't just him, just he couldn't just claim the mantle because of the it's a complicated history that comes with taking the shield. And no one's not everyone's just going to accept the black Captain America just off the go off the rip. And I like how they dived into the past with the original first black Captain America and how he yeah. was imprisoned and how he was neglected and how he didn't get any credit, but they highlight the original Captain America and how they try to make another one, which is America's Captain America, which is blonde hair, blue eyes. And this is what is yeah. acceptable. This is what is palatable for people to just see. And it, it was, it was just a more, it hit home for me personally. It was just something like yeah. I could like, Oh, this could happen in real life. This is something I could get behind. This is something I can relate to. Dude, that's really cool. That's really cool to hear that from a different perspective and and how that that spoke out to you more so than than it did to a lot of other people. And that's why I don't really get, I, I, I did some research on the show because I heard they did a lot of reshoots. I was trying to figure out why, you know, when you hear shows like doing reshoots, not normally a good thing. I mean, something bad has happened or it's not like kind of hitting the way they want it to hit. And apparently I was reading on if this is true or not that like the original storyline was going to be that the uh the terrorist group or whatever had released a uh had released a disease like a airborne spread disease that was killing people and like the then COVID hit and they were like maybe we shouldn't oh. maybe we shouldn't do this right now <laughs> so then they had to go back to being like them blowing stuff up maybe we shouldn't stir up more trouble yeah maybe we shouldn't talk more about the thing that's yeah. killing people that's, yeah. that's real and, i think it's proof that disney runs the world i yeah it, there's definitely evidence to yeah. support that. <laughs> um, so, I, but then uh, I, I really enjoyed the bad guy, uh, Agent uh, Zero. No, what's Baron name? Zemo? No, my uh, Baron Zemo's in it. U.S. Yeah. Agent. U.S. Agent. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed him. He was fun. Um, I hated then, him. Yeah, I know, I right? That, he was one of those characters that, that was, was like, God, I that can't was the stand goal. you, but you're cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people too. It was fun seeing like non-Marvel nerds like be like so upset when he was named Captain America and they're like how could they do this to Sam this is so unfair and I was like you guys have not read a comic book yeah. ever <laughs> or just like no storytelling because like yeah. it was pretty obvious what was going to happen uh, but I really enjoyed watching people freak out about that um, and, and just have like no idea what was about to happen which brings me back to in I'm sorry did you have something well I was going to say the one thing that bothers me really is that he couldn't get an SBA loan and as like <laughs> One of nine people who's in that field, I know for a fact he could get an SBA loan. The, the series was over for me. It's like, this is my job that I do all day long. 
I almost tweeted at him. I was like, find me. I'll give you an SBA loan. Find me, Captain I would, America. I was so mad. It took me out of the universe immediately. Oh, that's funny. Well, I was thinking back to you. Uh, I went and saw Captain America Winter Soldier when it came out in theaters with my little sisters. And we're there at midnight. And, you know, the big reveal in that movie is when Bucky, like, takes his mask off. And you see it's, it's, Bar- it's Bucky Barnes. But, like, if you know anything about Captain America comic books, or like just in general, like you know who the Winter Soldier is. It's yeah. Bucky. So like to hear the theater, my little sisters go <gasps> when he took off the mask. I was like, did y'all not see that coming? <laughs> was that not clear to you that that was what was going to happen? But it's kind of one of those moments again where it's just like people being dumbfounded by stuff, yeah. and you're just like, ah, oh, this is what it must have been like to to read this for the first time. I just forgotten. So I want to ask you guys one thing in the in the spoiler alerts for those who haven't seen it, but the the post credit scenes in um black widow and then one of the scenes in captain america or uh falcon Winter soldier is when oh yeah uh julia louis dreyfus comes and is like recruiting them are they forming the dark avengers have you guys read anything about this do you have speculation um i have speculation with uh i think his name's like thunderbolt lewis or one of them i think that him thunderbolt ross yeah thunderbolt ross yeah and uh in the last movie in black widow he's had like his third triple bypass surgery I think that he's going to become Red Hulk personally mm-hmm. because of his health. I think he's going to inject himself with like gamma radiation and become Red Hulk. And I think he's going to like not lead, but join the Dark Avengers. They already got US agent. They're getting Elena. I think they're probably going to get Hawkeye in it too if they stick to the comic books. But I think slowly and surely they're going to begin to make the Dark Avengers. That's right. Was Kate Bishop in the, in the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers at one point? Well, I Bullseye think she is. Bullseye was okay. But, yeah, I don't. I don't know much about Kate Bishop. But Bullseye was brought in in the uh, long forgotten Netflix Marvel yeah. series with with Daredevil and stuff. Did you watch the Daredevil series on Netflix? I didn't. I didn't. You did not get into. Dude, it. I couldn't get into. Oh, it. for real? Oh, I loved that show. I thought it was great. Charlie Cox is awesome. Also, he may or may not be in Spider Man No Way Home, but like. I heard he's his lawyer. I heard he's his lawyer in one of the courtroom scenes. Yeah. Awesome. I, I think that pretty much everybody's rumored to be in it at this point, though. So I don't know what to trust anymore. I don't know who to trust. If you were a superhero that's ever been connected to New York, you yeah, are in much. this movie. It's pretty much what it seems like. <laughs> um, also, speaking of Marvel Netflix, did you ever watch uh, Iron Fist? Briefly. I didn't really want get into Iron Fist either. I, I just. I'm so glad to see that Shang-Chi is getting like yeah. good reviews and that it's redeeming Marvel as like Kung Fu yeah. movies because Iron Fist was it's terrible. terrible. Yeah, it was bad. And I'm so glad that they did a, a good movie. A, a yeah. good that's a really good movie. point. Maybe that's why I was so like, because I went into Shang-Chi thinking like, this is going to be bad. And I think it's just because I watched all of Iron Fist. <laughs> like at the end of that, I was Oof. like, I hope they don't make another one because I'm going to watch it because I have to, but like, I don't want to. No part of me wanted to watch another episode of that. Um, My wife in the other room just heard me and texted me, Iron Fist equals ramen noodle hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> what the, that means. The guy who plays him has like that, oh, that curly, crazy hair. And wow. It's disgusting. But That's a that deep cut. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Um, so after Captain America Winter Soldier, what is your next favorite Marvel TV show? WandaVision, probably. Definitely WandaVision. Yeah. That was just WandaVision one was great. 
immediately after practice on Thursdays, we had 39 practices, me and my roommates, we'd stay up and we'd watch it like every single episode. And we'd, we'd speculate, we'd watch all the TikToks and the videos of what we think the next episode would be and all this and Mephisto and everything that was leading up that we were all wrong about. That was the show that yeah. I think really, that that and Captain America and Winter Soldiers, those, those two are really up there for me. I've never actually texted a player before or pretty much anybody, I don't think at 4 a.m. in the morning uh until wandavision was coming out thursday nights at two in the morning or whatever i would text Rolf and be like have you watched it yet is this guy mephisto or is that guy mephisto because one of them's mephisto for sure it turned out none of them were mephisto and then uh paul bettany throwing everybody off talking about how this big guest star and yeah oh my god and there was that it's just him yeah just trolling the world oh i forgot about that that yeah. is genius or like really stupid. No, it's awesome. It generated a lot of pub. You is... called me at like midnight one time. You're like, I think it's Reed Richards. Yeah, I had a whole theory. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm asleep. And you're like, wake up and talk to me about this. And then it was Paul Bettany versus Paul. <laughs> he parent trapped us. And you were excited about that. I had my hopes up for John Krasinski <laughs> as Reed Richards God, in, the, in the episode where they were doing uh, mockumentary film style. It was perfect. They missed a, they missed the boat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was such a cool show because it's so different and like every week was something new a different mm-hmm. type of sitcom man that was such a like I don't know if we're ever gonna have anything like that again where it's like every yeah. week you just have no idea what's coming and like there is just just insane also I read a really great article and they were talking about how WandaVision uh, was just like 30 minutes of getting your expectations up and then leaving you on a cliffhanger, mildly moving the plot along. He's like, it's stupid. It's like ruining uh, Netflix and Marvel's legacy. And I was like, does this guy not remember what it was like before Netflix? Like when every single episode of every single show was just mildly moving the plot along and then it left you the cliffhanger for next week. Like that's all Breaking Bad was in general. So I think, again, people are dumb, but like... Watch one episode of Heroes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's five seasons. Even How I Met Your Mother was the same thing. Like That's what sitcom TV was. And that's like, was the point. But it's funny how Netflix has broken people's brains. And like, we don't remember what was happening before we could stream stuff, all of it at once now. So Rolf, I was going to ask you, one thing we've done on the show before is do like our top 10 Marvel movies and kind of like rearrange and you don't have to do the whole top 10 you know, I don't, I don't want to put you on the spot, but could you give us some of your top movies and, and kind of why? Absolutely. Captain America. Wow. Mm, mm, no order. Endgame, Infinity War, Captain America, Winter Soldier, like by far my favorite Marvel movie of all time. I like No Way Home or Far From Home. Love Doctor Strange. Huh. I think those are, the, those are my main five. Right those there. are nice. Just off the top wow, of the original list. Avengers didn't no, make the cut. Huh? No, I didn't. I, I agree. If I could go back to the way I felt the yeah. first time I saw the the original Avengers and how I think oh, it was it life-changing yeah. for me, that feeling is amazing. But the subsequent movies are way better. Oh, that's so hard to Infinity say. Infinity War yeah. and Endgame are, I so, mean, they're beautiful. I just recently, just I've been keeping a running tab of my of all 25 or 26 movies ranked uh, in my note that I've kept since 2000 and like nine since iron man and hulk came out uh and iron man just now got bumped out of my top 10 for shang chi but i realized that like i'd only kept it in the top 10 because i kind of like felt like i had to yeah like if you go back and watch it like it's nearly not that great of a movie like it was great for the time but like everything that's out 
like in the past 10 years has been better yeah but it's just like kind of hard it's kind of hard to be like yeah you you go to the you go to the middle tier now yeah the the one that I was kind of surprised didn't maybe sneak into number five was uh, Thor Ragnarok. How do you feel yeah. for this? I didn't really like oh, what. I just I was I, I wasn't bored, but I I got everyone was telling me like oh it's so good it's the best Thor movie it's the best Marvel movie I've ever seen and then I saw it and I just I wasn't like blown away as I thought I would be. I will say that's hard when yeah. everybody builds something up like too much before you can see it. It does set kind of high expectations, mm-hmm. but uh, and that's what I. So did you see? This is not. This is Marvel's competitor now. DC. Did you see Suicide Squad, the new one? Yeah, I did. I did. So going into that movie, everyone had said how it's James Gunn's best movie, one of the best mo- superhero movies of all time. So I had I was like fired up for this movie, and like an hour into it, I was like. This is the best. I was bored. This is James Gunn's best movie. I was bored too. And like the best thing about it was like the the gimmick that they pulled where they everybody dies at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like Deadpool 2 did that six years ago yeah, was... when he put a team together and they all immediately died. And I was like, I don't understand. But I think if I had not had all that hype, if I had just walked into a movie, I think it would have been okay. But yeah, I, I'll never I, get it back. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. But I also hadn't been like reading reviews or anything. Yeah. I just walked in and was like, I'm looking for a good time tonight. And I got one. And you got one, which is the way to do it. I should stop reading things. You know how to read? (laughs) I'm learning new things about you. (laughs) Every day. Okay. uh, So no Thor Ragnarok. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, And then I'm with you, Captain America Civil War. Highly underrated, just as a movie. Uh, No, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I like Civil War too, though. But I think Winter Soldier is one of the best standalone movies Mm -hmm. uh, from start to finish and I've said multiple times on this podcast and my co-hosts make fun of me, but like, I think it's the best spy movie ever. And if you can come up with a better spy movie than that one, so he's rolling his eyes, but like, if you can come up with a better spy movie than that one, then like you win, but I've never seen a better spy mm-hmm. movie. I'll name another spy movie with Robert Redford <laughs> with spy games. I've never he's seen great. spy games. It's him, it's him and Brad Pitt. Oh, wow. It's great. That does sound great. And handsome. Oh, it's very handsome. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Uh, okay, so we talked a little bit. To you. Oh, and then uh, what if? Are you caught up on what if? I've watched them occasionally. I, last one I watched was Black Panther as a Starbender. A Star Lord, Star Lord. Starbender would be different. <laughs> was that like Airbender? Is that like Airbender's friend? Yeah, it's his best friend. He just throws stars, but he's like, they don't bring him along <laughs> really to cool. battles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say with watching what if, um, if you could pick any like, alternate universe storyline mix match characters like what would be your yeah. what if episode if you were tasked with creating an alternate universe of marvel of whatever you want to see i would probably do the captain america storyline but in reverse i would make it as if like steve rogers fell into like he lost his arm and he became the winter soldier and bucky became captain america oh yeah switched it was like a different Ooh, yeah. perspective that'd be cool I will say that each episode of What If has been better than the one that was before it. Yeah. Because uh, the last one they just did, did you see it? Yeah. The Marvel Zombies was oh, like was good. pretty cool. Chadwick Boseman's also back in that. I thought it was weird. They like made a big deal about Chadwick Boseman being in the Star Lord one, but like he's also in the zombie one, and they like kind of thought he'd get a bigger farewell send off if that was the last thing we ever see him in. But Marvel Zombies was really really cool, 
and then the the one right before that with the assassin mm-hmm. that's killing all the Avengers, mm-hmm. that one was sweet. Well, I think in between that was, oh, Doctor Strange, was evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, and that one's awesome. If you like Doctor Strange as much as you say you do, which I don't understand that, but whatever. He's awesome. Is he? Benedict Cumberbatch rocks. He's really okay. cool. Yeah, for sure. Friend of the show. Totally. Yeah, he's called in multiple times. <laughs> we just haven't had, had room for him on the podcast. We had to bump in, you know. Yeah, it's the time difference between here in London. Sure. Uh, I think. Uh, oh, totally lost it. Evil Doctor Strange. If he likes Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, if you like Doctor Strange the movie, then the Doctor Strange episode would be like right up your alley. It's also heartbreaking too. Yeah. Ugh, it really pulls at your your heartstrings. Um. Okay. And then, uh, what were your thoughts on Loki? Any thoughts on Loki? I didn't really like Loki. Really? Like I, I watched it like day by day, like not week by week, and like I was trying to get into it. But I wasn't like I didn't make the emotional connection like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I wasn't like drawn to it every week like Wandavision. I was just kind of watching it because I love Marvel. Like, it was cool, and I knew that King the Conqueror was gonna make an appearance yeah. again. I knew who he was. I liked how they tied everything together for the multiverse and how everything is gonna work together with the different universes and the different Kangs. But I feel like they could have just made it a movie and it would have wrapped it up. I don't. I don't didn't need to sit through like six hours to get to that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. It did open the door for a lot of cool stuff. Also, the guy, whoever was that played King the Conqueror, he was awesome. He did great. Yeah. yeah. I want to see more Jonathan Majors. I want to see more of him all the time. How do you know that name? Uh, it's a steel trap right up here. So we talked a little bit about Marvel TV shows and some of your favorite Marvel movies. Uh, real quick, fire off some here for you, kind of out of left field. If you got any, jump in. Uh, favorite Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Favorite Spider-Man movie? Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. Dude, yeah. Wow. Yeah, where well, I'm with you on that one. Doc Ock, mm-hmm. one of the best villains ever. Uh yeah. and then is Spider-Man 2 better than Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie? Everyone likes to hype up Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse like it's the greatest Spider-Man movie of all time. It it's not. <laughs> it's it's just a cartoon Whoa. Spider-Man with like with like a, a good feel good story at the end where he finds his his calling and he jumps off a building and finds his power and it was it was played out. Is it the I best Spider Man? going to recover from that? <laughs> Is it the best Spider Man of all time? Absolutely no, not. Is it really good? At <laughs> I think you broke him. Uh, <laughs> sorry, with all the time we had. Wow, my heart, my heart. I don't think I can handle that. Uh, do you think that Miles Morales is going to show up in the MCU anytime soon? He is. They're going to push him heavily just just because. But I'm, I'm sure I heard they already casted him, honestly. They've already casted who they wanted what? to play Miles Morales. So they will. They'll push it eventually. I think Miles Morales is one of the coolest characters. Well, they already gave him a shout out with Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover already mentioned him. Yeah. Which means Donald Glover can't be him, I which know, is kind of so tough because I would, I would be down for that. So sad. Speaking of Donald Glover. I just recently, four or five months ago, got Rolf into community because when when Rolf gets really excited, he goes to really like high pitched voice and talks real fast. He's being like super laid back and cool for all of his TikTok fans right nice. now. Uh, <laughs> but like he gets like really high pitched and he's like, why would you say that to me? Like does that all the time. And it is strikingly similar to Donald Glover in community. So I was talking to him the other day. I was like, you, you like community? He's like, I never heard of it. And I was like, you need to go watch all of it. And I think you finished it pretty quick. I watched every season in like a month. <laughs> yeah, Heck it's yeah. great. It's... 
I got to ask, because I did this with my wife as well. I introduced her to it a couple of years ago. And we watched all of them really quickly. What were your thoughts on the final season of Community? Terrible. Yeah. It was, it was just kind of all thrown together. There was no, like, main stars. It was just – it wasn't really – you were just watching it like, okay, just really waiting for the finale for it to end because you knew it was the last one. It wasn't yeah. anything, like, you could just grasp onto. It's almost like I'd rather have just gone into the night, just gone, <laughs> just gone dark. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to for a sitcom based around people in college to last longer than four or five seasons because sure. at some point they're supposed to. That's the point of college is you it's go into the graduate. <laughs> yeah, and they just kept hanging around for weirder reasons as the seasons went on. You're like, ah, community college too, normally not a four-year experience. No, so, almost never. <laughs> almost never. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was time. It was time for it to go into the pasture. What if they had graduated from there and just gone to an NAIA school to play football? That, that was how they kept the season going. Honestly, <laughs> I, I saw stranger things at the AI level than some news that community called for four years. So I saw way stranger things than that. You, you would not believe some of it. Uh, Rolf, while you at the mic, uh, do you want to promote your TikTok? You don't know this, but Rolf had a TikTok that got viewed like a billion times, like three billion. What was the number? It was like... 4.5 million views. 4.5 million. You're a liar. Dang. <laughs> what the, the, are you still doing TikToks? I do them occasionally. My uh, my girlfriend isn't really a fan of all the followers I got, so I kind of had to tone it down because I wasn't. I couldn't just post for me. I'm posting as a reflection of her, so I kind of toned it down a little bit. And my coaches aren't a fan of my uh, my TikTok and everything that comes with it. So I also have to like do it really quietly, but I and still love just my maybe, TikTok. Yeah, maybe just whisper the handle then. Yeah, if you want to promote your handle, go ahead. It's a red underscore ranger 11. Dude, I totally, in my intro for you, I totally forgot to even talk about red ranger. I don't know if we got time for that. Briefly, why do you love power rangers so much? Um, As a kid. My I, my mom, she's a teacher, and I wasn't allowed to watch very many, like, shows. I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob. I wasn't allowed to watch, like, shows that other kids were allowed to watch. I was allowed to watch, like, CNN and ESPN, and Power Rangers was an exception. So I grasped onto Power Rangers, and I grasped onto the Red Ranger because he was, like, always the leader, but he was never, like, someone who looked like me. So I made a, a point when I got to college I was going to make the Red Ranger look like me by just being him, and then it just kind of stuck, and I just kind of ran with it one of the strangest gimmicks bits i've ever heard Dude, he, that's awesome your entire calf right is devoted yeah, to the a Red power ranger tattoo <laughs> like over the entire calf that's yeah badass. it's pretty cool uh man so i didn't we didn't even touch on that maybe next time we have you on we're gonna talk about best power ranger movies and stuff there's there's a, there, that's a quick discussion because there's only one i was gonna say it can't be a long list <laughs> that's funny well, I don't know who you guys got this weekend, but best of luck to you. Uh, for anybody who wants to tune in to watch Brandon Rolf, I'm not even going to direct you to where or how to do that. You can find it on your own. But one of the best dudes Just watch I his know. TikTok. Man. Yeah, watch his TikTok. Uh, the video I have seen of TikTok is a picture of like a very attractive woman who is like saying like, do you know how to bake like whatever? And then Rolf cuts it. He's like, no, I don't. But here's a story from me from kindergarten. So funny. If you can find that TikTok video, I think that's the one that's got 7.8 billion views now. So uh, what's a few more? 
<laughs> Are you getting paid off that? I was. Not anymore, though. Dang. NIL rules, man. You could make so much bank now. I know. Well, exactly. we're assuming that with bringing you on the podcast, our podcast is about to explode now. Uh, we have something like 850 so. listens so far. So I'm assuming that we're going to double, maybe triple that by the end of the week. Yes. So uh, we're really bringing, we're really uh, banking on you bringing in a lot more uh, listeners to us. So uh, no pressure, but uh, yeah, you got to, you got to pump that thing out, man. Well, yes, if you have sir. anything for yes, us, sir. we've just been grilling you this whole time. Do you have anything you want to say? It's not normal that you um, don't have no. anything you want to say. So I'm assuming I have a lot to say. I always, I mean, we're, we're not going to talk football because I was told before this that I'm not allowed to, I have a lot to say in that regard, but I think I'll get in trouble if I speak on the, the specifics on what's going on at my unnamed university. But I think I'm, I'm pretty offended that I wasn't asked like my favorite power ranger series or like my top five and that's kind of like in my name, but mm-hmm. I think we'll work on that for next podcast because I was super ready for that question. Yeah, I totally, totally skipped my mind. Yeah, it's been a long blame day. it on the guy that or actually like... knows you. That's not, that's <laughs> not on me, man. I would have, I would have softballed that question to you right out, away. Out the game. <laughs> man, Rolf, thanks so much for for joining us, dude. Really appreciate it. Love you, kid. Hope that you do well, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. All things power. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us on Not the Podcast You Deserve. We'll catch you next time.